Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Off Kilter Podcast. I'm your host, Kevin Thomason, alongside your co-host, Waylon Thomason. This podcast is just a little off-center than the norm. We're here for a good time, so stay tuned. We're going to rock. Hello, hello, everyone. Welcome to the inaugural Off Kilter Podcast. I'm Kevin, alongside Ed. That's me. How's everybody doing today? How you doing today, Ed? Ah, man, doing pretty good, doing pretty good, man. We uh trying to get this show uh, on the road here, if we can ever get this all figured out to where we can actually get it uploaded to so yeah. people can hear us. I think this is our sixth attempt. <laughs> at least, yeah. <laughs> at, so least. at least six times we've attempted to try to get this correct. So right now we've got uh, uh, a guest that we're going to bring on, hopefully can fix all our freaking troubles that we're having to try to get this podcast going. The Ricky Bobby extraordinaire himself. Yeah, Mr. Richard. Hey, Brinkley. how y'all doing tonight? Man, hanging in like a hair in a biscuit. What about y'all? Oh, yeah, same thing. Hair in a biscuit. Hey, got the drummer in here too, I see. But now, you know, uh, I wasn't planning on coming over here and doing this. And then, you know, I, you know, I got asked, hey, we need some help. So I come over here and, uh, you know. You can be honest. We begged. Yeah, yeah we begged. Well, <laughs> we begged. you know, yeah. I didn't want to say it that way. There might have been some money exchanged somewhere. There hey. might have been some money, some a lucrative amount. But now I think we was able to get it figured out here. So, you know, hopefully everybody gets to hear this. So, yeah. <laughs> I hope. <laughs> so uh, today's podcast is probably going to center around racing. That's what we all enjoy. That's what the three of us really have a good passion about. So that's what we're going to start off with this one. Tell me what y'all have going on in the racing world today. Well, uh, I have uh, a couple different builds that, you know, I could elaborate on. One is a S10 truck. And another one is a uh, soon-to-be car for tomorrow, if I get it. So, car know, for tomorrow. For tomorrow. We're going to call gonna it the secret sauce. Yeah, that's right. We're going to call it secret sauce right now. Uh, we'll figure out a, a legit name for it a little later. And uh, uh got to make sure I get it in hand first before I go to bragging so about it. So, secret sauce, how did that come about on that car? I'm just curious because that's the first I've heard of it. The well, name? It, yeah, yeah. It's red. Oh, the name I just made up. Yeah. Oh, okay. And, and it's red. And it's not a bad bad name, but it's uh I mean if well, it I'm, sticks, it sticks. Hey, I'm very interested in seeing that thing tomorrow. So Yeah, yeah. I, I was thinking like bloody tampon or something. <laughs> what? I'm gonna I'm gonna go out on a limb and say it's an eighty eight Chevette painted red oh, with yeah. a yeah, four point three six cylinder turbocharged in it. Technically it's a gremlin. It's not a Chevette, it's a gremlin. Hey, you don't diss the gremlins now. I used to have one when I was a kid. Yeah. Ain't nothing wrong with them. I and, like a gremlin. And hey, I love that one. Hey, I was four 14 years old doing burnouts with a straight six AMC Gremlin. You remember the butter bean? Yeah, I remember the butter bean. Man, we used to try to get that thing a Bose, man. We'd have to pick up the ass into the car and get him to rev it up and then drop it down on apples to get it to spin. Wow. Yeah, on crushed apples. That's the only way to get it to spin a tire. Well, I can tell you, that old AMC Gremlin, that thing had no go nowhere at all. I mean, yeah. I mean, you could floor it. And it just wouldn't go nowhere. But, man, you can power back that thing and get that one back tire spinning. Oh, single tire fryer. And, yeah. <laughs> and then you can let off the brake, and it wouldn't move. It would sit there and spin and just be barely moving. And you wouldn't be holding the brakes or nothing. But yeah. that thing's so light in the back. You, I think you remember the spin. Smurf Mobile that I yeah, had? Yeah. The, the 81 had, Honda. You, you had to start it in gear. Yeah. Hey, I think I do remember that. Fixed. 
I think was, I do remember. It that. was an '81 Honda. It was blue. I mean, it was just as blue as like Papa Smurf, <laughs> and like it ran and drove and done everything. It drank as much oil as it did did gas. But one day the uh, the throttle cable broke on it, and no, they didn't make another one. It was the clutch cable. Was it a clutch? Yeah, because you had to crank it in gear. Once you got it crunking gear, you could go. Throttle yeah. worked fine. You just didn't have a clutch. That's right. It was clutch cable, and they didn't make another one, so we had uh, JB welded, <laughs> and it worked. But well, I've drove a many straight shifts like that before. You know, I mean, people would be broke down. Oh, my clutches went out or whatever, and I said, get out of the way. I'll get that thing home. You know. Yeah. 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 I remember I broke my foot in a mud race, and. Uh, that's how I got my truck, oh, shitty, off the road is because I had it rigged up where it will start in gear because I broke my clutch foot. So I couldn't match right. Yeah, I couldn't yeah. match the clutch. So I used my starter to get me off the interstate and then called Ed to come get wow, me. Wow, <laughs> wow, wow, wow. <laughs> I, got almost, I got almost home before it broke down and Ed had to come get me. That thing's such a piece of crap. <laughs> no, man. man. But it's my piece of crap. <laughs> that's right, that's right. So, Richie, what, do you, what have you got going on in the racing world? Well... You know, I've only got, uh, you know, one thing to say about what I got going on. Oh. Oh, he's going to be is secretive that, today, is, huh? Is that crickets? <laughs> Do I hear crickets? Now the, I don't blame him. The, room, the rumor mill says it's a 289 small block. No turbo. Maybe a little bit of happy gas on it. Is that true? Uh, I seen him pissing the gas tank. <laughs> oh. That's how you get that real. Well, that's gas. how you got that nitro methane. That high octane pee. No, I mean it's just a little old stock block three hundred two. Yeah. Um, I mean I'm gonna have two big turbos on it, but mm. I'm twin turbskis. Yeah. yeah. Oh, uh, turkey old twirlies. I think is what they call them. Yeah, oh, Hiroshima right. hair dryers. That's, that's right. right. Nagasaki noise makers. <laughs> <laughs> Wu Tang war whistlers. But it's more. <laughs> I mean, it's mainly going to be just a learning experience for us because it's the first time we're going EFI on it. Ooh. So I didn't want to put anything in there that would break our bank if we did do an error. Mm -hmm. you know? So it's pretty much just a stock block 302. We're going to have two big turbos on it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but... <laughs> Oh, Waylon over here with a soundboard. He's, he's, he's loving it. That soundboard owns him. <laughs> but, you know, it's going to be a learning thing. <laughs> Somebody get the soundboard away from him. Somebody please. stop this guy. <laughs> but it's just okay, going to yeah. be, uh, you know, stock block. I mean, it's bare minimum build. It's, it's low compression. Like, mm. what is it, like eight and a half oh, yeah. to one, nine, maybe, yeah, maybe tops. Maybe. Mate, and I don't think it's that. So, it's, it's going to be something that we're going to put on Pumpy 85. Mm -hmm. It's just going to be, again, like I said, just something for us to learn from because, you know, our first EFI build from the right. ground up, uh, complete rewire the car, the whole nine yards. Uh, I know you said it was E85 and it was electronic fuel injection. So, how big are you going to go with the carburetor jets? The carburetor jets. <laughs> yeah. You going to go 99s on that rig? <laughs> you know, I mean, we might have to put a bigger power valve in it. You know, yeah. I think it'll be okay. I, I am actually anxious to see w 
what it's going to do with twin turbo because these ain't small turbos. Well, yeah. we're definitely, after everything's running, we're definitely going to have to revisit this and see how everything went. Yeah, well, uh, I, I, again, like I said, it's going to be a learning thing for us. Stock block, it's real cheap build. So even if we do make an error, like I said, in the tuning prospect and it does hurt something, we're not going to be really that upset about it because it's more, you know, I mean, we're going to keep it low boost. Again, like I said, on pump E85. And mm-hmm. and that particular motor will have, you know, a pretty good leniency on as far as the tune. So even if we don't hit it dead on the number, if we're somewhat close even in the ballpark, it should be okay. So Roughly about 350, 400 horsepower. If we're lucky. Yeah, that's what I thought. Because that motor w- would probably make... Ed, what do you think? Probably maybe 250 on motor? Right. Yeah. Like if that, yeah. That's yeah. what I would say. So, even on, you know, I mean, six pounds of boost, it might be at 400. But I think your secret sauce on that one is the transmission. Nobody needs to know what that is, right? Got to keep that transmission secret. What's that? Oh, yeah, exactly. You know? <laughs> You're talking about the direct drive assembly that we have to Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, it's belt driven. I, th- I seen Richie out there you know, fabricating it up. Belt you know, transmission you out know. of an Altima. <laughs> you know, uh, I was at a swap meet at an old NHRA uh, event, and I did buy one of the, the uh, actual direct drive packs out of one of the funny cars. So, oh, that's the one that's got seven clutches in it, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Those wow. are wild to watch. With a real tight spring package in it too. So, it's no, so you're really gonna come out of the hole. That's right. That's right. Put them real heavy clutch weights in right. there. But well, as long as you got the right amount of slippage in it, we're okay. And right. You need that like twenty seven percent, you know. Yeah, I was I was talking to a buddy of mine the other day. He didn't realize that those top fuel dragsters were only one speed. He had no idea they didn't shift. Right. I was like, that's why they got seven clutches in there. Yep. Because when it takes off, it's just wow and it, it's over. <laughs> it will eventually weld itself to one to one. So <laughs> Yeah. yeah. You know, I yeah. mean, that's what they do is they have so much friction that over time it'll just weld itself together to one to one. Yeah. Yeah. That's why they rebuild them every round. Yep. Oh, it's, it's crazy. I was watching a thing on it last night on just how much each one of those packs cost and the amount of wear they will allow on each one of the clutches, each one of the gears, each one of the everything that goes in that whole yeah i think i know what you're talking about i think i've seen that uh i think there is a youtube video where he explains how much it costs to operate one of those cars Mm -hmm. on a weekend right and it's step by step he'll go through and say well this costs this much this costs this much and we go through 20 of them or something and it's just ridiculous from heads to to the rear end to the tires to the to the uh um blower assembly that whole rebuilding the motor and what they allow on the clearances on the pistons, like they'll reuse the wrist pins. And when the wrist pins go beyond that little clearance, they want it to be a little bit. And they say, well, what they'll do is they'll have five sets and they'll start matching those sets up right at every run. And as long as they're all the same, then they can use them. Then they can use them. Wow. Know? So that's what, that's how they do it. Did they'll, they give you the final number? On uh, how much it costs per weekend, I'm gonna take a stab in the dark here on how much they spend racing one weekend with one car at a top fuel event. Want to guess? A couple of hundred thousand dollars. It's more than that. Yeah, it's more than that. Wow. It, it's almost a hundred thousand dollars a race. Oh my 
every gosh. time they race, it the sponsors have to wow. come in a hundred thousand dollars. And and it may be more than that now, but this was the video that I was watching. So well, I'm I'm pretty sure that he didn't show everything either in yeah, that yeah. video. So well, they got to keep some secrets. Right. Yeah, you know. just, just cranking the motor and and uh, while they're trying to test it and get it right was five gallons of fuel. Yeah, yeah, yeah I knew. That. Just for the warm up of it. Just for the warm up. I think they use fifteen gallons of fuel per run, and it's it's empty when they get across the yeah, line. Yeah, yeah, it's mm-hmm. well, they they figure it down to the milliliter. Yep. That way, when it crosses the line, it's out. It's done because they don't want it to explode. Uh, explode. And blow they just up want it to be like gone. That. You know, mm. they want the fuel down to the. To the nitty gritty, and they don't care about leaning it, it out on the top end. Of the no, bet you at all. I bet y'all didn't know this, but do you know they only use their tires for two pass? They're two pass tires. Yeah. Really, two nope. pass tires. Didn't know that. Yep. I bet somebody gets a hell of a deal on some used tires after one of those events. Yep. <laughs> they said what it is is they'll the uh, the tires will be slick. They won't have the little holes in them. They'll right. be slick, and then whenever they get through with that second run, they'll be plugs. Mm-hmm. That are there, and they'll know that okay, well, we can't get another pass out of it. When I when I rode motorcycles, I would go up to Barber Motorsports and buy their used tires because, like, the only thing that was wore out was on the edges. The center of the right. tires are still brand new, mm-hmm. so I bet somebody somewhere is using those used tires from those top fuel events. Yeah. Well, I mean, how many people are actually in demand for those tires? Though? For those kind of tires, yeah. Oh yeah, that's, that's ridiculous. You know, big. I mean, other than. To say, hey, I've got a set of tires off of, you know, I mean Tony Pedregon's car. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. So mm. now, now in y'all, in y'all's, in y'all's thinking, who would be your top fuel dragster racer as far as like top fuel funny car, any of that, like John Force, Tony Pedregon, or oh, John Force is my guy. Yeah, I've been a John Force fan forever. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm a real good. Uh, a real good fan of John Force too, so I like him pretty good. Um, well, well, I would say that uh, that I that I like John Force too, but y'all know as well as I do that John Force would let go races, and you know you can go back and watch some of the old ones. Mm-hmm. He would let go races and win when he needed to, and lose when he needed right. to, yep. to to bring his team up. And Tony Petragon called him out. Yeah. Like two or three different times on it. And he was like, oh, man, anybody, like, you know as well as I do. And and Tony even sat right there and said, now I forget what year this was, but he was like, bet you money he spins. As soon as he comes out, boom, and Blows he moved title. his teammate. Up in points. Up in points. Oh, wow. Here's I bet there's somebody that's now into uh, uh, drag racing cars that come directly from NASCAR. Can you take a guess at the name? Tony Stewart. Nailed it. <laughs> I've seen that. He's uh, And he's not bad at it. He is very. He's good. in. Uh, he's in uh, top alcohol, right? Right. I now? believe so. Yeah. Wow. I top didn't know alcohol. That. Yeah. Yeah, and he uh, he ain't he quite finished second last weekend. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Only to be outdone by somebody who is new to the game, and it was a girl, I believe. Hey, look, I'm you not can, sure about you can't that. You can't deny Brittany can drive now. Brittany right. Force. Yeah, hands down. Oh yeah. Yep. yeah, hands down. That girl right there can drive now. Well, yeah. all of them can. Yeah. Well, yeah. they all can, yeah. but Brittany is hands down. You know, she. She is definitely. She didn't waste no time, and she got in the top real yeah. quick. You know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. She's got a good, uh, good mentors. Right. Well, I mean, you know, when you have a twenty-three million dollar budget, you know, I'm sure you can get good on just about anything. You know, so mm. that's what their budget to run a year is just for the the team. 
What is uh didn't mean to interrupt you, but what is the fastest car you've ever seen live? That I've ever seen live. I give you an example. I I went me and uh Tony Thomas and uh, a few other people, shout out Tony, went out to uh Huntsville Motor Speedway and watched uh four O Dixie door slammer cars. And those were the fastest cars I've ever seen go down a track. Yeah, I think it's been years ago whenever the oh, Outlaw 10-5 cars were real big. The actual door slammer Outlaw 10-5 mm-hmm. cars. Yeah, that's the ones I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Those, Dude. yeah, oh, yeah. Man. Yeah, man. And it's they crazy. Had this, they had this black fox body down there. It didn't make a lick of noise on the on the line. I mean, it was, you couldn't hear it. That, I mean, it, when he pulled up, it, was, it, was, it had full mufflers on it. But when he got on it, that thing was gone. And you got to remember, this was, what, probably 10, 12 years ago? Yeah, that's about what it was, yeah. yeah that Did was, you go with us? No, but yeah. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Those cars, even 10, 12 years ago, were just... I mean, yeah, we're stupid then. Yeah. Yeah, and, and you know, whenever yeah. we was we was running to the tracks and doing all that kind of stuff, we, you know, if somebody was running in the sevens, that was just freaking fast. That was just... I mean, yeah, he you know? was just... And you remember whenever Bradford and him were run was running five eighties in that uh, tube chassis truck they had, and we yeah, were just the like, S10. "Holy cow!" I, t- right. I took a ride and, in that truck, and that yeah. is the fastest truck I've ever been in in my life. Yeah, I think at the time it ran five oh well five oh eight. My S ten outran it, so yeah, we went, we went faster than it did, yeah. and it was a tube chassis. It weighed twenty one hundred pounds. My truck don't weigh it. Yeah, he Heath Bradford took me for a ride in it, and yeah. that was wild. Yeah, well, that was again, like I said, back in the day when it was. You know, yeah. When, anything, that, when we thought that was fast, and that was as fast as you could go at Bama. Well, you right, like yeah, the, Bama Dragway. You couldn't go yeah. much faster than yeah, that. Yeah, you go any faster than that, you better you better be on them brakes. If you remember, like everybody, everybody back in in those days that uh, that were running fives, those were the fastest guys around. Only right. only every so often did you get the 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 outlaw ten five guys or the. Uh, the uh, four second guys that came into that mix, like Bo Shell and them, whenever they right. come out with that that uh, fiberglass body fifty seven or fifty five that they that they had, mm-hmm. you know, this was this was twenty years ago when we were going to the track and fours was just, I mean, you just it was like it was never unheard seen. of. It was unheard of. like you just never seen those type cars run that fast. And the fastest guys around then was Bradford and was the Thunderbird down here at Welch's. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, that, that car yeah. went five twenties, you know, yeah. and it was just like the stupidest, fastest thing we'd ever seen. What amazed yeah. me about Jeff's truck is he ran five oh eight every single time. Five eighties, not five oh eight, five eighties. Well, I, it's yeah. so long ago I couldn't remember, yeah, but it's five eighties every single time. The fastest the truck ever went was five eighty. It was that oh I know what it was, is that motorcycle that went five oh eight. Yeah. Uh, the, I forget the guy's name used to drive it. Yeah, you're talking about uh, he had the cyclone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the dude that stopped on the track with me. I ain't going in all that right now. Yeah, so yeah. <laughs> but yeah, he, he's the one. He's the one that ran five oh eights. Yeah, it, yeah. It he had Jeff. a silver Mustang that he raced down there at the the thing with us a few times whenever we was running behind the track. But down there with Clifford and him, uh, who you talking about now? Uh, the dude from uh, Jasper. Remember he had that cyclone truck whenever he raced me in S ten. I was like, I'm gonna beat this little. Uh, three point eight liter, and he he takes off, stops half track, and then still beats me across the line. Yeah, yeah. I remember that. Um, that, was, that was, it was very embarrassing. I'm yeah. just gonna well, say, but know. hey, but that cyclone was bad. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, I want to get back on the outlaw ten five cars. Yep. Uh, years ago, when I used to work at the prison down there, and um, uh, where's it at? Um, 
Um, we'll just say down, down south. Where's that at? In Bessemer? Yeah. Yeah, the prison, yeah. Yeah. Well, anyway, um, I was working with a guy who had one of those cars. And about two days a week, he would drive that son of a gun to work. Wow. He wow. sure would. He would drive it to work. And I drove that car. <laughs> I, I actually drove that car on the street one day. Right. I bet oh, that yeah. was nice. That was fun. It was uh, the funnest thing I ever had. Did you give it any business? Yes. I'll say <laughs> that. <laughs> he yes. had to think about it. He had to think about it. Did I give it the business? I don't and know. it was just, you know, again, this was years ago. I was in my probably late 20s, early 30s, probably. Right. And I'd never been anything that fast. Never even been around anything that fast. Right. And, uh, and he asked me, you know, are you want to drive it down the road? I didn't even, I mean, I was already in the car at that point. Yeah. You know? <laughs> so it was already done, man. Yeah. Well, Give me the keys. like, I hope you got good insurance. <laughs> so it was, you know, I mean, it was freaking key in the column start, the whole nine yards. It was, I mean, it was, hmm. you wouldn't think it was fast until you drove it. Right. Or, right. Or knew it. What kind of car you know? was it? You remember? It, it, it was old Chevy 2 Nova. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, old Chevy two. Red, red. I remember it like it was yesterday. Wow. <sighs> what do y'all think about the uh, the upcoming uh, street racing going around? Since it's all over TV now, it seems like everybody and their mama has something they want to take out in the street and race other people with. I mean, I don't have a problem with it. The problem is the talent level is the TV show that's hurting it. Really, yeah. In my opinion, I think the TV show is hurting it because everybody thinks they can drive now. Right. Well. The actual TV show is obviously a TV show, right? So right. there's going, you know, I mean, there's going to be some drama and all that stuff, and they're going to label it to where people want to watch the show to know what happens. You know, mm-hmm. it's not that way in real life. Yeah, when right. you really have to run from the cops or hide, it's, right. It's, right? They know they don't. Right. Yeah, like you know, and the the show is. You know, it's permitted roads or, you know, it's behind the track. We, you know, like, I don't have a problem with it. It doesn't doesn't hurt me whether I'm on, whether I'm out on the street or I'm, or, uh, I'm at the back of the track. You know, I would much rather do the legit than non-legit anyway. Yeah. You know, and that's just, just me. Not that I'm against the non-legit racing, but the legit is just, I feel like it's, it's more a, of a controlled environment. You know, safer you, for it, sure. It, I believe that it's safer. You know, uh, but you, I do agree. I do think that the TV show hurts that mentality as far as the track goes because they let people come to the track with hard tires and they shouldn't. Mm-hmm. When you're running down the track and you're running four seconds down the track, there should never be a hard tire touch that damn surface, and Agreed. you know that. Oh yeah, true. agreed, hundred percent. You know, true. So that's that's the problem that I have because they're like, oh, I got to make money. Well, you don't understand, man. You know, somebody spends a hundred thousand dollars on a four second ride to get that thing down the street, and then you're letting hard tires on here yeah. that we're having to go across that surface of that hard tire now and just make it even worse. Now, if you're on no prep, it's different. You're tuning your car to it, but when you're on track. You know, and even still on and still on no prep, I don't think while you're running no prep slicks that you should let hard tires go down. Well, that's why I would rather go to a track that says, okay, right lanes are slick cars and radial cars and left lanes are your street cars. Right. You know, I think that's the way it should be on a test and tune night. Yeah, on a test and tune night. Yeah, and not they, on a. 
they should have a little bit of regulation. Like, you know, Kyle that pounds 15 monsters shouldn't show up in his daddy's Silverado and run down the track. Yeah. Yeah. Right after he come out of the mud hole. Yeah. Right, exactly. With his AC on. Everybody knows not to have your AC on except for Kyle that pounds 15 monsters. And if if you break something, get off the track. Right. You know, move to the side. If you're Kyle that drinks 15 monsters, I hate you. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> but my name's not Kyle, but I do drink a lot of monsters. I'll just oh, say yeah. That. <clears throat> I'm, I got to admit that. Yeah, as long as you don't borrow your daddy's Silverado and turn the AC <laughs> on through a mud hole and go to the racetrack, you're good. Right. right. I got and they one. They do for that you. a lot. Well, uh, actually, getting back onto the show aspect of the actual street racing, I've actually been to one of those before. And it's like what you see on TV is not really what happens. You know, you went mm-hmm. to Louisiana, they, didn't you? Um, went to uh, Memphis. 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 Yeah, yeah the Memphis and Street. W- it's crazy how they pers- how it shows up on what you see sitting on the couch versus what's actually going on there. Because yeah. it would be probably a half hour between the races. You know, I mean, you would sit there and then nothing would happen, and then boom, a race would go off. Wow. And then it would just be quiet again. And then it would just take them so long to get everything lined up. And what you see on TV is not what happens that particular night. They got to do interviews, mic them up. Right. Put makeup on them. And they only show on TV the races that they want you to see. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. You know. So if the they're ones if with like, the most drama, like the ones that you know as well as I do, like if JJ's on there, that's the reason why I don't watch JJ's. Uh, uh, Memphis Outlaws because for one they suck for two is he's only going to show the things on TV that they want you to see when Tyler went up there Tyler won his race yeah, and right. beat them and they didn't show it on TV shout out to Tyler if you're listening that's right yeah well JJ's JJ's got a, a majority of the control of that show yeah you know he when he made the deal he's he's majority I mean he's got most of the control yeah even though it's it's Disney's paying or not Disney Discovery Channel's paying him He's in complete control of everything that goes on. Mm-hmm. He's a smart guy. Yeah. He's a smart guy. Oh, yeah. That might as well be Disney. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, just the way that just the way that it runs, like you couldn't do it unless it was his rule. See, right. that, that's something that I never liked is, no, you're going to race our team instead of me racing you. You right. know what I'm saying? Like, I want to race you. I want to race your car. I don't, I don't care what your team does. That's the team that you're part of. You, you do whatever you want to. Me and you will decide how our race goes. Right. You know? I'm I'm not keen on the whole dropping, and I don't mind the chase as a race. I don't mm-hmm. mind that, but I want a fair flashlight start, you know, so that you can see whether somebody goes definitively. Yeah, definitively. I don't mind it as long as it's a legit because he. If you'll notice him whenever he's up there running and his guys, he'll go foot because he they already know how he's going to do it. Yeah, they're used to his yeah, own They drives. they know exactly what he's going to do. So if if they jump and th- them guys move more than a foot, well bam, that's chase of the race, you know. Yeah. And, and I've noticed too that whenever one of the Memphis guys would jump, he would real quick, right. you know, he would actually move his arms real quick so it looked like he didn't jump. Yeah. I always yeah. thought that JJ was giving them signals. I oh, never yeah. could figure it out, but I always thought he was giving them signals. Look, he, he can sit right here and say he doesn't, man, but, like, I'm just telling you, like, it's too obvious on what they show on the TV. Right. It's just too obvious. It shows that that's what he does. Like, when his guys take off, he'll he'll do the arm drop real quick. He doesn't. But anybody else, he won't. Seen, right. You've seen yeah. it. You know, if somebody else jumps, he I've definitely noticed it. So Yeah, he's just definitely keeping his arms to his side, you know, so – 
and, and, and it's only his way. The, you cannot go up there and race. Like, no offense to some of the guys that, that, that really went up there. Like, uh, uh, what's that guy and girl team? You know who I'm Boosted? talking about? No, 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 no. Yeah. I'm talking about the ones from Alabama. The ones that went up there and raced in that day. Oh, are you talking about? Uh, Brandy and. It's uh, Nikki and uh, somebody, right? I thought it was Brandy and something. McGee? Well, anyway, they, they went. I, I can't remember their names, but like they. Or was it like the Red Chevelle and then the. Than the other, remember uh, he has that green uh, Mustang, but it wasn't up there then. It was just a Nova that they had or something. I don't know. I, I, I'll know, know their know. name if I if I. If I didn't go to that one, so I yeah. didn't. Well, I didn't no, go to the Alabama. They, they one. Like I didn't go that, to the Alabama. One. Yeah, that was the Alabama one that they did. But every one of them that they brought up there, none of them were street racers. No. Oh yeah. Obviously, they brought every the one of them up be. there that were track racers. None of them. Ever well, run on the street before? They no. loaded the race, so they could. We've been running on the street since we was in our freaking early twenties and yeah. late teens. Right. You know, they loaded the they loaded it so they knew they'd win. Yeah, right, right. And that's another thing too. I was saying it's it's obviously TV, so they want to make a a good image for themselves. So yeah, and not yeah. saying they didn't have fast cars, they did. They oh, have fast cars, yeah. But like, are they street racers? No, you know, they're not. Like you got to do in order to compete with JJ and his show, you got to do what they do. If you invite them to a street somewhere, they're gonna come down here, and if they know that there's big money in it, they're gonna come down here and test on that street for a week. Right. Yeah. You've got to do that same thing. You got to go up there and test on their street for a week, spend thousands of dollars testing, mm-hmm. get you some know, good data, get some good data in to be able to go and compete them on their streets because Memphis streets is like none other, you know. I mean, it just it just is, you know. So, um, we all come from gas cars. We like gas cars. We like American Muscle V8s. Put ninety three in it. What is your opinion America. on the up and coming EV series, the electric vehicles, such as Tesla? Tesla is one bad sob. That plaid ain't nothing to joke I with. Do. I do not think the infrastructure is going to hold it. Yeah, like I, well, there's, I don't like the way they're selling it to the people. They're selling it as the cure for world, um, uh, world environment or whatever. Look, they're, it's the cure. It's going to save the world from bad environment. That's how well, they're selling it. Let, let me well. put it to you this. Let me put it to you like this. When you got something that runs one point nine zero to sixty, you you better put your money on it because that sucker right there. I mean, it's been proven time and time again that them electric cars will outdo any. Twin turbo, whatever you well, do. Like. And they, they it ain't as far as a performance factor. I, I think what he's he's after. I think he's more after the, you know, um, environmental safe yeah, side of it. Yeah, that's how they're you know, selling it to us, and, and we just know that that's not true. Now, if know, they want it now, we know they're bad. We know they're fast. Then why don't they try to sell it to us as that? Come by this, like Ken Block, he's got a real good EV set up he just did electricana on youtube you can check it out it's a real cool video but he's it, 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 those things are so fast so bad and why, why can't they just sell it to us as that instead of you know this is gonna save the environment yeah because you know, we know what it takes to build those batteries is way worse right. than the environment and then the disposal of the batteries and, and then what it takes to charge them yeah. As yeah. well. And then, you know. the, then, then the infrastructure for that to go across it, country. If you're right. talking about that aspect, I can see where you're coming from. But as far as a as a where the future could go as far as racing, I mean, oh, come yeah. on. 
Like you cannot yeah, deny they do not lose their torque. They, they don't have to. It's shift instant gears. torque. Look, you know you don't have nothing like that. Look, so. look on, look on YouTube, and you can watch the uh, twin turbo uh, charger that was racing that new plaid. Yeah, and that plaid gets it off the hole, and then the charger comes by whenever it's out. It's out there a little bit. It's like it like third gear. It starts coming by, but it's not walking away from it. This is a twin turbo. Uh, Challenger, I mean, yeah, uh, Hellcat twin turbo Hellcat that's sitting out there is probably running you know 12, 1300 horsepower on this thing. Now, did it beat it? Of course, yes, but but it had to work for it, but it dang sure (laughs) had to work for it because he was behind and then he just slowly started working. This is a twin turbo slowly working his way ahead and got him by about a car, car and a half at the end. Now, do y'all think you know, that y'all think the, the EVs are going to take over the drag racing community, street racing? Oh, know, street racing! Yeah, I know they're already dude, put, street racing. I'll oh, put yeah. my money. I'll put my money up against any, any. Like if it's a legit electric car against any twin turbo, you take out here and put on the street because that sucker's just. All right, but so it's all wheel drive too. Some you know, guy so it call, makes a big difference. Some guy go bar, goes and bars his dead S plaid, calls you out. You yeah. in? Uh, probably not. <laughs> well, I'm just gonna I be mean, honest. the like, amount of of control that the car itself has <clears throat> over itself, yeah. I would say that it's you wild. Know, traction control on a, you know, what today's drag car is considered even even the best technology on is still far below what those EV cars have on a it. I as would far put, as a control issue. Mm-hmm. I, I wouldn't be surprised that it would give that Porsche a fucking run for its money. I'm just being honest. On um, Ken Block's electric uh, Jim Connor car, it's, it's just he uses it to uh, drive through cities and drift and spin around and stuff. He can control the direction of each wheel he wants. So he can have the two right wheels going forward and the two left wheels going backwards and do some sick donuts that way. Oh, right? I bet. I mean, right. it was he can, make, he can uh, crab walk it. He can do whatever he wants to do with the right. EV stuff. Right. And, and and it's probably fourteen hundred horsepower. Wow. Well, I, I can tell you that plaid. It ain't no joke. I think they advertised it at like twelve hundred something. And yeah. It, it is really. If you had to pit pen the paper, as bad as that car is, and it is hands down the fastest production car right. out now ever. If you watch any YouTube videos, you see they do. Uh, um, they call it spectator drags, right. where they have a circle track and they start and do one lap, one complete lap, sometimes two. And they let spectators get out on the track and run a lap. Right. They call it spectator drags. And the prominent winner is usually an electric vehicle. Right. It's usually the S plaid. And there's a guy that's got a twin dur- twin turbo all wheel drive Mitsubishi that he wins a bunch. Right. But for the most part, it's the electric vehicles that are at least in the top one or two. Right. And they are dominating. Right. <clears throat> well, I mean, just just as me factor, I just Man, I'm just telling you, like, if I had one of those Tesla cars that I could build a, you know, for real Tesla, because, like, like four or five, this is this is like a heavy-ass car, too. Yeah. You yeah. know, that's running what it is, and it's, I mean. We well, I think there's a company out there that is taking all of the, um, all of the extras that are on that car that they're required to have on that car, as to make it a production car, mm. there's a company out here that is going in there and taking all that out, lightening the car up, changing, like, the, uh, I think they're going in there and uh, upgrading the 
man, what do they call that? Um, it's it's actually what sends the power to the motor. Mm-hmm. Right. They're going in there and actually changing that out and making it where they can control it. You ought to see that stuff, man. Yeah. That's, That's crazy. Wild. I mean, they're taking a freaking 5,200-pound car and dropping it to freaking 3,000 pounds and then going in there and changing the amount of power that they can send to the motor and stuff. It's just, just crazy. And they're using that same EV technology to yep. build classic cars. I've seen uh, Shelby GT500s. I've seen uh, the Eleanor Mustang off of Gona 60 Seconds, all EV, converted over to EV. It's amazing the technology that they got for that thing. Well, Oh, yeah. Me personally, I think it would take something crazy to get me to convert to EV. Right. Because I'm just more of a, I want to feel it. I want to hear it. I want to, yeah. you know. Yeah. I like to shift gears. <laughs> well, I like the mechanical okay. part of so imagine cars. This, you know. I don't know what that plaid runs. You could probably look it up and see but what that plaid weighs. Right. So let's just say that that plaid weighs 4,000 pounds, right? Right. And it's got 1,200 horsepower, and it's out, and it's damn near out doing a twin twin turbo uh um you know challenger hellcat challenger on top of that so imagine if you put that that all that in a 1900 pound car all right take a stab in the you know dark what I'm saying? take a stab in the dark on the weight of an s plaid tesla the over under 4500 i'm gonna say all right he's got 45 you going above that this is yeah right i think rules. i'm gonna go above it I, I think i'm gonna take a stab and say 56 uh, Ed would be the closest because he didn't go over. It oh. is 4,766 pounds. I wow. thought it would be heavier than that. Though. Well, yeah, the batteries are heavy, but it ha- that's that's basically dry weight. So, yeah, uh, compare that to a twin-turbo Hellcat and tell me what So, is that number without the batteries or? Uh, this is this this is loaded. This is everything yeah, on okay. it. Out the door. Shit, out the I door. I had All the options. <laughs> you know. I mean, so imagine that. 4,700 pounds. You're, you're lighting uh, this thing about 2,700 pounds. Want to take back. a stab at the top speed of the S-Plaid? Oh, 260? It can't be that fast, though. Well, it's going to be governed. So oh, it's, yeah, yeah, probably. I'm going to yeah, say so 110. 110. Now, it's 200 miles an hour on the nose. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. I didn't think they'd let it go that fast. Yeah, 322 kilometers an hour, also known as 200 miles per hour for the America livers. And and what is it saying on horsepower? That thing's like 1,200 horsepower. Uh, I don't uh, if they that. had to ratio it, like the way, the what I read was like, it, you can, it could be ratioed at 1,200. Oh, okay. Maximum output power. Take a stab in the dark on that. Is I'll give you I'll give you the kilowatt. And then you can okay, that's what I was going to say. Is it KW or is I, it? We're going 750 kilowatts, and they have it on here converted to horsepower. Guess what that would convert to? 1,200. Richie? I said I went over last time, so you I'm going to go over. 1,150. Uh, you are both went over. It's 1,006. Mm. 1,006. But, I did, you, but just think about the it. One you that just I bought s- a 1,006 factory horsepower car. Well, factory. I, like what I'd but, seen, I mean, I seen was like twelve. What is the actual torque aspect of that? Thing? Uh, um, one, are you ready? <laughs> one thousand and twenty foot pounds. Wow! I mean, it so it's it kind of actually right on the nose. Then. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's got three electric engines in it, all wheel drive, one speed CVT. I mean, dang! And, and a price tag of one hundred twenty six thousand. But does oddly, it drive itself? Probably. Yeah. But oddly it does. enough, it the, does. The range is what surprised my my S10 
gets 26 miles to the gallon and I can get 340 miles to a tank. My car gets 22 miles to the gallon and I can get roughly 240, 250 to a tank. They get 390. 390 to a charge. But I guarantee you. It's like 20 bucks. But I guarantee you that's. Really? Yeah, it's not, it's not much at all. But I guarantee you that's no air conditioner. That's no radio going. That you is windows up. It? You know, that's no load. That's no heels. That's probably driving across uh, Arizona. That's no say, you reckon, you reckon yeah. they're hyper miling it? Oh, yeah, obviously. Yeah, mm-hmm. I wonder. I wonder if that what the if that's at nighttime. Could be, you know, like what the what that drive is is at nighttime or during the day because your yeah. headlights. Yeah, you right. Know. I mean, that's what I'm saying is, but can it dance to Mozart? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I bet there's a program in there yeah. where it could dance to Mozart or at least do something on it. Right. Well, you know the Tesla wheel. Yeah. You know that's an Easter egg. But All right, price range. What y'all got on price range? I ain't even. I ain't even playing this game. No, I'm gonna say one dollar. <laughs> One twenty six. <laughs> oh, where did it go? I just had it. Dang it. Um, we'll go with uh, euros. No, they, for, in the United Kingdom, they sell for one hundred twenty thousand dollars of whatever dollars they have of euros, pounds. I just is lost it, the American. Is it pounds? Yeah. I think the one I seen was like one twenty six. We love you guys across the pond. By the way, we're not trying to say anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Y'all are great. We won the war. <laughs> <laughs> I did go over and visit. They didn't. Just remember. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, I had, and that, I, that's a story for another day. <laughs> uh, whoever said one hundred twenty-five thousand dollars nailed it. Yeah, I said one twenty-six and nailed it. And I said one dollar, so he went over, right? Yeah, I did. Oh, you did. Oh, hey, Richie got one. Boom, finally got, got it. it. Give me an applause of our sound man. <laughs> that's right. Hey, there. All right. All right, then. Well, well I think we've been going here for almost 45 minutes. I was going to suggest let's uh, wrap it on around. For, 41 minutes. Yeah, that, sounds, that seems like it's a, a typical good podcast, 41 minutes. That yeah. seems like it's a good one. It's well, a good round, yeah. nice round number. Well, we still don't even know if it's even going to work <laughs> and people can hear us. So. Yeah, and people yeah. can hear us, yes. Yeah, we'll find a, out tomorrow for sure. You want to do a roundy round? Richie, tell me what you got going and say goodbye. All right. Well, um, I'm glad to be here. By the way, I appreciate y'all inviting me over to fix what y'all couldn't figure out. I hope I hope I got it fixed. But begged, we begged. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, um, maybe I'll get to do it again with y'all one day. For oh, sure. for sure, for sure, for sure. Ed. All right. Well, I'm gonna end with I got to go piss really bad, so it's time to get out of here. Uh, yeah, I'm. I'm agree with that. I'm looking at Ed right now, and he is sweating bullets. Sweating. With, uh, We'll see if we can't get this thing loaded up, and we will see you all on the next podcast. Thank you.